0: We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch.
1: Welcome back to the front stretch. Time for another Red Oak Fabrication interview. Once again, head down to Red Oak, Iowa at the intersection of Highway 34 and 48. It's just about an hour outside of uh, the Omaha Council Bluffs area, and they're going to take great care of you on your powder coating needs. Maybe it is a sprint car chassis. Maybe you're revitalizing an, an old uh, sweetheart car of yours or Maybe you need some farm equipment powder-coated. Powder-coating is an affordable way to protect the metal from corrosive materials. Find out more today, com. Email Jordan F at redoakfabrication. Make sure you tell them the Front Stretch sent you, because they're supporting dirt racing, and they need to know that all these uh, business people we're sending their way are from the Front Stretch. Joining us on the show now, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that we have tried oh so hard so many times to get to come on the show, but unfortunately just schedules did not work out, Chad Dolan of Dawson County Raceway, joining us on the show now. It's great to finally get you on.
2: Thanks. It's great to be here, you guys.
1: Well, we'll see how that goes by the end of the year. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you guys guys are pretty rough on everybody. Chad Cook was pretty well done with me. Yeah, he was. (laughs) I think he gave me the cross eye a couple of times, like, God. Where are you going with
2: this, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All right, only the best, only the best go three abreast at Dawson County Raceway. How true is that?
2: That's very true. You know, it's something that a promoter before me started, Alan Wiesman, You know that they were doing on the parade laps, you know, trying to do something different to have the cars line up a lot of places, go four wide, and different things. And he did so. That's just kind of something we've stayed with.
1: All right, so I, I I jumped ahead just a little bit with the slogan of the of the raceway, but let's back up. How did you get involved in racing how long you been involved in racing and then let's conclude with being uh being a part of dawson county raceway
2: okay well um started racing with my brother in 1987 1988 um bought a stock car from a guy in gibbon nebraska where i live now and uh, was racing with mark uh, basically clear through 1993. Um, we raced a uh, street stock at that time and then in 93 My brother gave me the opportunity to start driving the sportsman car, you know, so I drove it from 93 to 95. We would split off. He'd run a night, I'd run a night type thing. Same type of cars as what the Grand Nationals were. We'd come to State Fair and race like John Kenny Jr. you know, and guys like that. And then um, my brother retired from racing and uh, I took a year off and actually uh, crewed a car for a guy. And then come back, and I started racing an IMCA modified in '96, and I raced a uh, modified for an IMCA modified from 1996 to 2011, and then uh, raced a late a late model for two or three years there, um, and then after after that, my brother got cancer in 2009. So it was kind of up and down, and then in 2012 or 13, awesome. uh, I bought a sport mod, something I could race on my own, and I traveled across the country and had a, quite a bit of success with that, too. And, and uh, then my brother passed away in 2014. Uh, my dad died six months later, oh. and uh, I just kind of decided. I raced one more year after that and for Randy Ward out of Ogallala, and had a pretty good year. And I just kind of, I kind of knew by July that, you know what you guys were talking about earlier, I just wanted away from it. It just was too hard to be there. And I got, I got away and uh, stayed away from the races. And it's kind of what Chad was talking about before. You either got to totally get away or it sucks you back in. And it sucked me back in right away. I uh, started a crate motor business, crate solutions and racing products. Um, In 2018, I was Speedway's largest pro racers dealer. Um, supplied Motors to Josh Leonard that won the Smith National Championship in late model. Um, and then in 2019, I uh, got called that the racetrack in Lexington was going to close. And uh, I just, I'd always kind of felt that the place, that that place was close to me and had given me a lot of the support that I'd had over the years. and. Um, I had promoted the racers' reunion in 2016 that went really well, and uh, with Tom Lathan there, and uh, so I threw my I threw my name in the hat, and it took off promoting the racetrack from there, and have been able to give back to the fans and to the racers that I grew up, you know, watching and, and uh, that were my heroes. So it's been my way of giving back. Now stepping back just a little bit, then. You're from out in the central part of the state, so you would have been maybe racing at Dawson County, Mid
0: Continent, yep. that type of.
2: Yeah, we were, ra- you know, with the modified. I won 11 track championships and an IMCA modified. And then uh, I won championships at uh, Colbertson Raceway, uh, Dawson County Raceway was the majority of the ones that I won, um, or that we won, my, my group and I. And, uh, you know, Lexington, Donovan, all those areas. And then we we're fortunate enough to travel to different places i've raced in oklahoma and nevada i ran third in the duel in the desert in 2013 in a sport mod out there and got to race some of the best guys in the country you know dirt and dan i i you know i followed david murray around the racetrack and david had over 500 wins and i don't know how many seconds i had to david over the years but i raced with him and john thompson on a saturday night and johnny'd come to town and dave tronic and alan dix and kevin larkins and you know, when all them guys were winning races, there wasn't a hell of a lot of races left for anybody else to win. But, you know, we were always right there, and, and uh, really enjoyed the opportunities that I had uh, from my mom and my dad, and my brother, and my family, and my wife, um, to be able to race all over and have some success, and actually get a race for people that, you know, were my heroes. I'd I would almost tell you I think I'm probably one of the only guys that's drove a car for I drove a car for Stan and Mike Nichols in 2003 i looked at that the other day it's hard to believe that was 17 18 years ago you know i raced for them in abilene texas and i drove a car for david murray you know in the early 2000s and um you know when you surround yourself with you know people and, and good racers like there's been over the you know dave tom was another one that was you know really good back in the day and and duner Hines, all these guys you know that you don't see anymore that these young kids come to the races they don't even know who they were you know, and I mean, there was some damn good shoes. Mike Meyer, you know, I think about racing those guys, and those guys were tough.
1: Yeah. Uh, talking with Chad Dolan, the, the uh, promoter for Dawson County Raceway. Chad, you, you kind of talked about it that it sounded like the track was going to close down, so you wanted to do what you could. Were you approached by somebody, or was that something that was kind of sitting in the back of your head, like, I've got a little bit of experience doing this. I think I can do it.
2: Well kind of both ways um you know i I'd, I'd been talked to by a couple people and i really decided that i didn't want to take on that task and then as it got closer and i seen what was really going to happen i knew it was the right thing to do a lot of the things that seemed to drive me was you know my brother's death my brother was extremely died of colon cancer was extremely supportive in my racing. and it's something him and i had actually talked about doing if we quit racing so i kind of knew that it was the right thing to do, and, and uh, so I called Dave Jewett on the phone that had ran the track, and Dave didn't want to do it anymore, and I said, Dave, if you'll help me, you know, and some of the past promoters, I said, I'd, let's take a stab at this and let's try to blow the roof off this thing and make something happen in central Nebraska, and that's kind of what's happened.
1: It's got to give you a unique perspective. I think of some of the great promoters. You know, obviously, I'm blessed with being able to work with the Kaziskis at I-80, the Haydens at Eagle. It seems to be a common theme that when you're a successful promoter that there was a dirt there was a driving background that you have got an insider's view of how drivers are treated and how to set up a race to make things successful.
2: It is, and you know, the group of people that you're talking about, I would tell you the first three nights I promoted a racetrack. I thought I made the wrong decision. <laughs> um, you know, I, Joe's been promoting a racetrack
1: uh, for 10 years, and I think he still yeah, thinks he made I, the wrong decision. You know,
2: you, you get attacked in ways that you just don't. You know, you're yeah. not you're not ready for. And uh, I've had an immense amount of help from people like uh, Joe Kaziski and Bobby Lincoln, Roger Hayden, uh, Butch Spiker out at I-76, Alan Langdale. You know, I mean, it was at Beatrice forever. You know when when the shit gets deep you know you go looking for somebody that that's been there that can help you out and be honest with you and and uh you know I think that it takes it takes a while to earn the respect you got you got to earn the respect of those people and even though that I might come down on some of the racers at the racetrack um I'll tell you it's kind of like being a parent I think at the end of the day you know I'll scold my kid but don't you yeah. you know because I mean I care so much about every one of them racers and those fans that come and support the raceway every week and understand the amount of money that it costs you know that families have to put aside to come so um, the people are what's important to me yeah well and, and unfortunately that's probably the downside of the job as a promoter is keeping them in line. yeah you learn you learn, you you learn real quick I, yeah and, I, and and you know the hell of it is I've, I've raced with all these people. Or I raced with her dads or all these things, you know, and I've had to, you know, come down on, you know, people and just said, you know, I'll kick you out on Sunday night, but I'll buy you lunch Monday morning. You know, and I mean, it's just uh, anybody that's been in that position, you know, I think everybody ought to have to do it at least once. But, um, (laughs) you know, don't let Dan do it, please. (laughs) Yeah, it'll it'll try you. Let me tell you, you know, Craig Craig Kelly um, has been really good to me. You know, Craig's given me some really good advice, you know, on how to handle some situations and, and you know, what was done at sunset. And I would say the biggest thing that, that uh, has been a benefit for me or has been a driving force is just the passion and the love that I have for it. I just, I've tried to get away from it and I just know that there's, it's just not going to happen. I'm probably going to be, uh, until, and, and, until I go in the cooker or until I go in the ground, I'm, I'm going to be involved somehow, somewhere.
1: It's it, it was one of the first things that dawned on me when I got involved in dirt racing and I, I, I think it's one of the few opinions that has not changed, maybe even more solidified over the years, the few years that I've been involved in it, promoting is the worst job in dirt racing and, and I only say that because you could do the best job you could possibly do and you'll make 75% of the people happy, but the 25% Stick out in a way that they feel like more because that that negativity can really bring you down.
2: But I'll tell you, it's the most gratifying thing you'll ever yeah. do in your life, too. I mean, you know the the people the people that try to drag you down. You know, I mean, you just got to take that for what it is. Um, you know, and, you know, and go on. You just got to, you know. I've learned to try to keep it into perspective of what we're dealing with. You know, the people that are upset about something. You know, most generally by you know if it's a driver or race team, you know, normally if they say something they shouldn't, they call me by Monday and say, man, I was way out of line, you know, and and you're always gonna have, I mean, there's no way in any business or, you know, any type of venue that you're gonna please everybody. But I think that if you earn the respect from the people of showing them, hey, you know, it might not be exactly what you want, but I'm doing everything I can to try to really do something for you. And, you know, the, the one thing that we do at Lexington that is different from a lot of places is at the beginning of every racing event, um, I go out in front of the grandstands with a microphone, and I welcome the people to our, to our racetrack personally. And, I, you know, I want them to know how important it is that they're there and how much I appreciate the fans, you know, taking their time and their and their monies to come out and the sponsors that, I mean, I tell you what, locally and, you know, we've got such a great group of people that have came on board to support what we're doing. We've taken a little bit uh, different uh, approach on how to promote You know, we try to provide a really family oriented environment where we give away, uh, we've given away over a thousand book bags full of school supplies to the kids uh, every year at our back to school night. Uh, We've got a lot of businesses that have been involved with that. We give away flat screen TVs every week, bicycles, the first hundred through the gate every week get a free hot dog and a Coke. We have sponsor set-up booths behind the grandstands. We have axe-throwing behind the grandstands. Yes, so axe keep, wide, a gibbon. keep Dan away again, please. Yeah.
1: I actually <laughs> went axe-throwing with the, the family a couple of weeks ago and didn't do too bad.
0: Yeah, but how many of the family survived?
1: <laughs> well, there was other reasons for that. Everybody else <laughs> left the building, right?
2: <laughs> but, you know, we try to give the people, you know, more than just the, just the races themselves. And and the interaction with the, you know, interaction with the sponsors and the fans... And interaction with uh, fans and the drivers, um, you know, to let them know that they're important. To let them know that you appreciate them being there. And you know, our Veterans Night, you know, of um, you know the things that we do for that. You know, the Star-Spangled Banner. Somebody sings it every week. You know, I got I got a lot of talented kids in our area and people that come and want to sing it, and the people want to come see them sing it. And uh, it's just we. Trying to, you know, have the best thing in the community that we can have to support that tri city area. Let's talk about that
1: 2021 race schedule. It's up on the My Race Pass app. You've got it in notes in front of you. Looks like your season is going to be kicking off April 25th with a test and tune.
2: Yeah, we're going to, uh, April 25th, we're firing up a test and tune at two o'clock, and then uh, we're going to fire the season off on May 2nd. Um, we've got some special events scheduled. Um, you know, we, you know, for 2021 we're running 10 events it's kind of a quality over quantity deal we got guys that travel in from four different states normally we average between 85 and 100 cars a night um you know so yeah we've got a lot of good things going on with late models and different things coming to town we haven't had late models since 2012 so uh yeah we're we're gearing up and excited about 2021.
1: Are you bringing in the Malvern Bank Series?
2: No, Joe and I actually talked about that, and I was kind of late, you know, on the schedule of talking about getting in on the on the Malvern Bank deal. So I mean, it just didn't work for 2021. So we're we're actually uh, teaming up with the High Plains Late Model Series out of Colorado. They're going to be in North Platte the two nights before, and then they'll come to Lexington on that Sunday. There's a thousand dollar bonus if somebody wins all three events, you know. Wow. So I mean, it, yeah. You know, there'll be, be a lot of Malvern Bank Series does not run that weekend. It was a weekend that they were off, and I think that the East series runs, though. So, um, you know, just didn't work out this year to to do the Malvern Bank deal, but um, we're doing uh, late models on May 30th, the West Esslinger Memorial. We've got uh, Gotra cars coming, we've got Mod Lights, and we've got the Midwest Classic Stock Car Series coming also. You
1: got the late models coming back. I noticed that uh, you're pretty consistent. The weekly racing, and then after July 4th, you take some time off.
2: We do. Uh, We've done that every year, and mainly why is we try to work with all the other racetracks. You know, there's a lot of things going on in our area. We have Cruise Night and Carney that comes up. We have the fair, Um, and then uh, I like to take off. It's it's the hottest time of the year, number one. But (laughs) a lot of a lot of people really want to go to Silver Dollar Nationals and the things that you know has been put on there, and the and the shows that Eagle has, and different things. So we just don't like to compete against those. So it gives us some time, gives the fair time, you know, where we've got to set up and tear down, you know, for the fair and things like that. So, uh, yeah, we come back on August 1st, which is our back to school night, um, you know, and then, uh, which is one of our biggest events of the year. And then we run basically till, we run uh, August 22nd, we took August 30th off because August 30th is going to be the Speedy Bill Memorial, I believe, this year on a Sunday at I-80. So Joe, we, I worked with Joe on that. And then we'll come back on September 19th for the Connie Jewett Memorial, uh, which three of those races during the year draw-redraw events for guys that come in. And so three of our 10 are draw-redraws, which is a pretty good deal for the racer. Dawson County Raceway
1: on Facebook is the best way to follow what's going on, all the action, all the information. Anything else you need to talk about? Uh, you probably got some great sponsors for the, tr- for the classes that you want
2: to make I sure do. you guys would love to. I've got some really good sponsors for this year. You know, we got Downey Drilling uh, out of Lexington, Overton Sand and Gravel. Um, we've got some new sponsors that have came on board, Jackie Rowland, Shelter Insurance. Um, They're out of Lexington. We've got, uh, you know, Lavander's Auto Body that's helped us out. Um, West Hold, Scott Robbins has helped us out with getting the transponder system and things going this year with the My Race Pass and things so we're getting out of the Stone Age in that behalf uh, Platte Valley Auto Mart and Heartland Chevrolet and Lexington Lexington Visitors Bureau there's so many sponsors and I, I couldn't name them all, you know, sitting here but there's so many sponsors that have done so much for us, 37 Cattle Company in Holdridge, Kelly's Auto and Elm Creek Chesterman Coca-Cola um, you know, they help us out giving those 100 free Cokes away at the beginning of every night. Dawson County Cattlemen, uh, all-beef hot dogs. They provide 100 all-beef hot dogs to be given away to the first 100 through the gate. So we've got a lot of really good people that are behind this deal. I've got great employees that surround me. I've just, we've really surrounded ourselves by the best people in the business and really look forward and to providing uh, a fantastic experience for our fans and racers in 2021
0: now you run uh,
2: a full imca national point sanction show yes yep uh five classes are um the IM we were in the imca modifieds imca stock cars imca hobby stocks northern sport mods and uh, sport compacts yeah. and our stock car class i'm telling you is just blowing <laughs> the roof say, off we mike got, is there you don't have mike, to worry about the rest of it say, yeah <laughs> yeah it, I mean, we were talking about it's right. You know, when Mike Nichols comes out. You know, we've got Mike. We've got yep. Casey Woken, You've got the Heim brothers out of out of uh, Kansas. I mean, you've got so many guys that are. You know, Colton Osborne. You know, you've got you got a lot of guys that are tough. Yeah. Tough. And you
0: tough. got you got the car guys that are probably shivering every week because they got to go up against Mike Nichols and the cars. Now your Sport Mod guys are going to get a little nervous because now he's in the Sport Mod too. <laughs> I don't know if he's I don't know. They the might wear mono. him. They might yeah. wear him out. <laughs> you know, yep. he's
2: getting older. You know, Harlan uh,
0: Dennison and Lexington. He's, gonna sport, be a three he's, track,
2: he's huh? sporting that gray hair all of a sudden. You know, so I keep <laughs> telling him he's not getting any younger. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: but I've shot, shot pool to be against him.
0: him down. No, I've shot pool against him the last couple of months, and he plays pool like he races. So I'm just, yeah. He hit you with a pool Rolling stick elbows? too? <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Didn't need to. He beat me on the table. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, th- I tell you what,
2: though. I mean, you know, we had some races last year. Jesse Sobbing and Mike, you know, were there. And Jesse won the feature that night. And, I mean, they put on a hell of a show. And, yep. I mean, you know, the year before, Jordan Grabowski and Mike and them guys were going at it. And, you know, Mike hadn't lost a race there, I don't think, in three or four years. And they kind of they kind of worked him over a little bit. So um, I think the class is getting tougher. You know, you just don't. It's not just a give me to the guys that show up that, you think are going to win all the races anymore?
0: Yeah, I mean, everywhere you go, everybody's like, "Well, I don't want to race against Mike. I don't want to race against Mike." This makes you better. Yeah. you know, people didn't want to run against Shannon Anderson or even Jeff Anderson back in the '90s. Well, and that's what I'm, made him. It's better. been so
2: many of those guys. You know, Johnny Sadoff and oh, David yeah. Murray and you know Larkins. John Thompson, Kevin Larkins, Dave Tronic. I mean, when well, them guys that pull in there, you know, ha- ha- they'd have half the people beat mentally, when they just unloaded oh, yeah. the car.
0: Well, and then now you got Grabowski, Shane, Shane Hyatt. Yep. You know, you used to have Danny Roth. Wallace. Yeah, Roth is definitely a competitor. He came over to uh, Shelby County a few times, run Denison a few times. But, yep. uh, yeah, I mean, you got – everybody just shivers when they hear Mike Nichols. But it makes you better. Chet, yeah.
1: And, and Mike's the kind of guy, too, that, that –
0: He's going to help you get. You're going
1: learn how. To, you're yeah. going to learn how to watch him through the corners, and then you can go over and talk to him in the pits, and he's going to tell you why he did what he did. How do you and think he you gets the
0: win most of the time? He sits yeah. back there and watches what they do, knows where they goof up, and then he takes advantage. That's
1: of it. That's on as an announcer. That's my favorite thing to do is to watch Mike Nichols in second
0: because you just, just you know he's he, studying that first. And car. you could hear it.
1: Yeah.
2: I always kind of got kind of an inside track on that deal. I always told people that that. I learned how to race big shows by Mike's dad. I don't know if you guys knew Mike's dad, Stan. Oh, yeah, I knew Stan. Stan, there's only one Stan, and we were in Abilene, Texas in 2003 racing down there. Nobody has an opinion like Stan. Oh, man, and, you know, I didn't qualify for the feature the first night, and Mike won right away, you know. And Stan takes me up in front of the trailer that night, and he says, Dolan, let me tell you something, and he puffed on that cigarette like he always did, and he goes, I just want you to know it's not the car. This car won this race last year. <laughs> I'm like, well, thanks, Stan. You know, oh my Stan, God! Yeah, Stan's like, I'd suggest that you get up on the wheel and you drive this car. You know, and, you know, and he, or let me tell you a story. You know, there was always something about Stan. You know that, I mean, you know Tom Gutowski. I think was the only promoter that ever kicked Stan out of the races at Shelby County. But oh yeah, you know, uh,
0: and that's another, you know. Uh, instrumental to what you said though former race car drivers make the great greatest promoters because you know tom ran harlan for years yeah and he used to run modifieds so i mean i do believe former racers make the best promoters
1: once again chad dolan of croft dawson county (laughs) raceway he can come run
2: he was thinking dennison
1: joining us on the show today uh again it's been a long time coming we appreciate you joining us we know dawson county raceway on facebook is there uh yes race and yep. then you said yourself you guys are getting on my race pass i'm excited about that yeah
2: we're on my race pass we're a sunday night show races start at six sharp uh end of the races are normally we try to be out of there 9 nine thirty area to get people home um we pay the racers that night you know so you know if you haven't been to the dawson county raceway pick a night come out and give us a shot and see uh See what we do out there, and we really appreciate the front stretch and what you know the podcast and the things that you guys do supporting racing and and uh, all the things that you guys do for the sport, Dan.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate that a lot. It's uh, it's tough to eat a Quaker do.
2: Steak and get your car you powder go. coated. There you
1: go. It's tough to do what I do, but somebody's got to do it. That's
2: right. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: All right, we're going to do it. That's going to do it for us in this turn. We'll be back on the front stretch. Thanks again, Chad.
2: Thank you.
0: If you love wings, you love rings and all kinds of other tempting things great times great food get to quaker steak and lube
1: quaker steak and lube is the official watering hole of the front stretch and the home of mav tv featuring action from the lucas oil late model series
0: great times great food get to quaker steak and lube
1: 3rd Avenue next to AMC 17.